Hello. Hello, and welcome to This Hectic Mom Life. This is Jessica. And this is Kristen. We hope y'all are all doing great. Thank you for listening to our third episode. Our third episode. Gosh, that's it's been fun. And we have so many ideas. We were just talking. We have about 100 episodes worth of ideas and discussions, <laughs> I think. And we, I think I just really want to talk about them all. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, and I can't wait for y'all to listen and give us feedback. That's what we really need. Um, yes, follow us on our, um, we have our Instagram, um, This Hectic Mom Life. And, and our, you can email us yes. at thishecticmomlife at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback. Um, if you love us, hate us, or if we say something that you just think we need to just whatever uh, be corrected. Yeah, we just don't care. Try not to be too mean. <laughs> you can be mean. I mean, okay, you can be mean. It's fine. We'll just delete it. <laughs> okay, um, Jessica. So, yeah, it's Friday the thirteenth. It is, and it's a full moon. And it's a full moon. That's right. That's Are you superstitious? I am not. Really? I'm not either. That's weird. I know. I think it's actually kind of a cool day. Mm-hmm. I know people freak out. And um, actually, it's funny because my mom, um, that's her um, favorite number, like her lucky number. Yeah. And she actually got married to my stepdad, my awesome stepdad, um, back in 2000 on a Friday, the 13th, with a full moon. Wow. Yeah. So That's crazy. She's actually planning on getting a tattoo today of a moon with the 13 in it. And a she's like, I have to do it today. That is so cool. Are you going with her? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I have to do it today because the next time that there is a Friday the 13th with a full moon is like 2004. 49. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is special. So it's special. She's like, I'm doing it today, and if I can't get in today, then I'm not doing it. That is so cool. I know a lot of tattoo places are running specials today. Yeah, they always do. Yeah. I um, I want a tattoo, but not a Friday the 13th related one. I want <laughs> yeah. a cat. Like a little simple kitty cat, kind of like yours, but yes, different. Yes, on my foot. I just... um Something simple. Yeah. I haven't yeah. found the right one that speaks to me yet, and since it's going to be on my body for the rest of my life. You'll I, find it. Yeah, I will. will I just have to it. spend some time looking for it. You yeah. have some cool tattoo ideas I've seen. I do. But yours are not quick, simple. No, they're not. <laughs> well, yeah, I said the next time I get one, it'll go big or go home. Yeah. So um, I haven't done it because they're so expensive. <laughs> so, um, Kristen, how was your week? Uh, my week was, well, you know, every week is... Every, it's always like something. There's always something yes, crazy or upsetting or lots, hard or <laughs> whatever. Lots of uh, content for our podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Life, life is crazy. Yes. Well, um, I actually had to take my um, three-year-old daughter to Scottish Rite. Um, so she, she was born with um, what's called hypoplasia of her thumb. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, all, all it really means is that her thumb didn't fully form in the womb. So um, I noticed it, of course, in the hospital. And I was like, something is wrong. Her thumb just looked weird. Honestly, it looked like it was broken. It was um, kind of facing the wrong way. And it kind of looked like it was a little bit smaller. But, you know, when they're first born, they're tiny anyway. Yeah. So um, they did an x-ray there at the hospital, and everything looked anatomically correct. The pediatrician there at the hospital was like, uh, you know, you're just going to have to take her, you know, to the pediatrician and have her doctor look at it. So 
um, when we got out of the hospital, um, I had her on like a Tuesday and I took her in on uh, that next Monday. And That's stressful. They sent you home without answers. Yeah, well, and it was nerve-wracking, but it didn't seem to bother her. Yeah. It didn't seem to, to hurt her or anything. I could take it and I could, like, move it around. Like, it's almost like she was missing that joint or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of stressful because it's like, you know, you want answers. You want to know what happened and, and all that. So um, I took her in, and, and her pediatrician, I don't know if she had any idea of what it could have been, but um, since she's not a specialist... Um, she said, you know, to take her to Scottish Rite. So when she was nine days old, I took her to Scottish Rite. And of course, I'm, you know, kind of freaking out because I'm like, what does this mean? But she seemed fine. I mean, she came on time and um, she was, you know, seven pounds, two ounces. She was healthy. You know, everything was good. Um, but I took her to Scottish Rite and took her to a hand specialist. And right away, they said, you know, it was hypoplasia of her thumb and radial dysplasia. And, um, you know, of course I, I asked about all that and that in and of itself isn't necessarily a problem, but they did tell me that a lot of children who are born with that often have a slew of many different problems. That's scary. It was very scary. The first two years of her life, she was poked and prodded and tested and, and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, she had to have an ultrasound on her heart. She had to have an ultrasound on her kidneys and her bladder. Um, she just went to so many different kinds of doctors um, over the couple of years. In Scottish, right? Is that is that just a local? Because I know I know about it because it's an amazing children's hospital that does things for a lot of our friends' children. And, yes. Um, I, I've just heard of great things. Eleanor's never been there, but I don't know if they have Scottish Rite all over the country or you if know, it's just here in DFW. We'll have to do some research yeah, on that, but I know they're amazing. I think so. Yeah, they are amazing. And actually, so I go to the one in downtown Dallas, but they actually just built one in Frisco as oh, well. Wow. So um, we have two that are pretty close to us, um, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're, they're nationwide. Um, they're, it's an amazing hospital, and they can do some amazing things. Um and so, you know, we did a lot of those uh, tests and stuff. And, and thankfully, you know, her kidneys were fine. Her heart was fine. Um, the, actually, the scariest part was when she was f- about four months old, five months old, something like that. Um, one of the many things um, that she could have had, and I honestly don't even remember the name of it, um, but it was something that had to do with, um, like, uh, red red blood cell or platelets or something and, and bone marrow. Yeah. I don't remember the name. It's all weird. But, um, and signs of that are being, you know, just kind of small, not having a lot of, um, maybe muscle mass, just being kind of weak. Now she, my kids are small. They were always, I mean, they were, they were born their average, but when it comes to, um, like growth and stuff. They're just on the smaller side, which I was too. Yeah. Um, but one of the big things was um, the child having kind of a significantly smaller head. Now, not that it looked like Isla did, but at one point it looked like she wasn't growing. Yeah. And that is one of the big signs. And I, I wasn't scared at first when they told me that she could have this illness. But when that happened, I, I 
I freaked out. <laughs> well, that's really scary. The, you know, Eleanor stopped growing for yes. two years. And that's she still two sees, years? Yeah, I didn't know it was two years. She didn't grow for almost two years. And they actually thought she was shrinking. And I'm like, y'all <laughs> measured wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, but they, she still sees a doctor because she is two years behind in her growth. Yes. She started again. But that's she's just... at least. She, she looks She doesn't younger. need human growth Not hormone? yet, but so... Um, we can get into it later, but basically if she doesn't stay on track, uh, and she starts puberty or if she stops growing as soon as puberty starts, they only grow for a set time. And so because our family, we are very, we're, we're very large people. Mm -hmm. Like I'm five, nine, her dad's six, two. Yeah. And our child is very, um, short. Yes. (laughs) Her stature will not accommodate the way her body will most likely be because like, we are just larger people yes and so she she would be very large yes uh, but just short she I can be, understand yeah. what you so yeah. she needs that vertical growth yes because, and it's not just me and my husband it's his dad and his mom yes it's you know we're all tall people mm-hmm. and so she, most likely we're just big and mm-hmm. she, most likely she'll be big and she needs that height yes. to help with that because yeah. of genetics but so they're monitoring her but yeah. she's started growing again <laughs> but I think like what you said you think maybe they could have measured her a little bit wrong and I think that's what happened with her because she didn't seem that tiny Mm -hmm. but I think that's what happened but we still had to do this test and it's a blood test to find out if she has a certain illness and so when she was um I think it was four months old she had to get this blood test and it takes three weeks and I was freaking out because this illness is it's a terminal illness and their childhood is usually riddled with several different kinds of cancers and I mean just the quality of life would not have been good and she would be lucky to make it to her later 20s that is so scary it was the scariest time because at first when I first learned about her thumb and having hypoplasia um, and I didn't know about all this other stuff yet and I remember I was my mom went with me to the hospital to the Scottish Rite and when they told me this and everything, of course, I was upset. And I remember we left and I was in the car and I, she was hungry. She was crying and hungry. So I had to breastfeed her in the back of the car and I just started crying. And of course, at that time, you got the baby blues, yeah. you, you know, so your hormones are all crazy anyway, because she was only nine days old, but I was back there crying. And I told my mom, I said, you know, I know her thumb being the way it is, isn't really a problem. She's going to live life just fine. I'm just worried for when she gets older because kids are mean and I don't want her to be made fun of. Um, So I cried and then I was done and I said, I'm not crying over this anymore. Yeah. I'm just not because there are so many worse things. So when I found out that she could possibly have this terminal illness with all these terrible things, um, I was not okay. (laughs) Um, I thought I was okay because I was like, she's fine. She's fine. I tried to stay positive and for the most part I was, but there was one day I went to work and I probably should not have. I yeah. thought I was okay. And then one of my clients um, that I've been doing for a very, I have some amazing clients. They're great. And he comes in and he asked how I was. And I just started bawling, oh. just bawling. Oh, that's so sad. And I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> but he helped me through it. He's, he's, a, he's a wonderful client and he, you know, had some wonderful words um, to help me through it. But um, anyway, she does not have the, it took three weeks, but we finally got the results and she did not have that. And I said, whatever, because at that point we still didn't know of all these other things um, that she could possibly have. And I said, it does not matter whatever she might have after this. 
we can get through it because it is not a terminal illness. Yeah. Anything else we can get through. I mean, children just shouldn't be sick. It's just, it breaks my heart. But like we have a friend whose daughter had a stroke in utero. We have a friend whose uh, son was recently diagnosed with epilepsy as an older kid. Um, I have a friend whose son has cystic fibrosis. Oh. Um, I mean, there's just so many things that can happen to children and then plus we have to keep them safe day to day yeah like, and keep them alive that's, and it's that's just hard terrifying. enough and I know when I got pregnant with Eleanor we went through infertility and we used some unconventional methods like that's we right. were with a doctor but mm-hmm. it wasn't approved for infertility use and so they monitored me and they were like every week I went in and got an ultrasound and Every week, they would tell me everything looks fine, but if anything wasn't fine, I would have to make the choice immediately whether or not we were going to continue oh with our gosh. pregnancy because the liability is on them. If there's anything and they don't immediately tell you because oh. there could have been potential birth defects or you know all these issues, and they thought maybe her growth was due to the infertility yeah. treatments, and luckily, she's fine and she was fine. And I didn't have to make that choice, but those are just That's things That's incredibly that, scary. And we have to make these decisions as parents, like... When she got strep um, 10 times, I don't know, it was just ridiculous in six months. <laughs> they were like, well, we want to take out her tonsils and her whatever. And I'm, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, but but doesn't she need those? Like, yeah. I have mine. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. Like, but Kids get them taken out all the time. I know, but they ha- they do help with it, your immune system. They have oh. a purpose, just like your well, spleen. obviously and, not for her. You know, they might be making her more sick. Well, she hasn't had strep. Knock on wood. Yeah. Unlike Isla. <laughs> the person um, who is not superstitious, knock on wood. Yeah. It's funny. Well, I say the same thing. Even yeah, though I'm not superstitious. I'm, I'm not, but, you know, like, uh, she, she stopped getting it. I think, honestly, I think the reason she kept getting it was because she had so many toys on her bed. And oh. we would change her bedding, but we did, we washed everything in her room. And put. I think it just all needed to be disinfected. Yes. Anyways, but continue with your story. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anyway, so, yeah, we were still trying to figure out, you know, all these other things that she could possibly have. And, um, the only other thing that she ended up having to deal with is, um, a tethered spinal cord. Um, and both of these things I don't think are very necessarily common. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they're all that uncommon either. And I will say that, um, when I found these things out, I, Facebook is a wonderful thing for a lot of things. Yeah. And I found some support groups. Um, so there is a support group, uh, for tethered spinal cords and, um, I learned a lot. I asked a lot of questions and it's a pretty active Facebook page, which is wonderful. And it really helped me through it. Um, so for her, um, if you're going to have a tethered spinal cord, it's probably the, the best way you can have it. So, um, she, everybody has what's called a phylum in their spinal cord, and um, it goes all the way down to the to the tailbone. It's inside the spinal cord, and it's I'm gonna say it's like free floating in there. Well, Isla's was fatty and attached to the inside. Um, she didn't have any of the symptoms. Most of the symptoms are weakness in the legs, maybe um, not being able to walk, um, things like that. Um, she did have a little dimple right above her butt crack, but it is closed, which is good because if it were open, that's spina bifida. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it was a very small one, and she has a, a little bit of a gluteal cleft. Um, it's actually completely adorable to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is, of course, also um, a very small cleft. 
But you know, I what? have a dimple in my back. In your back? Uh-huh. Where? In right the above? center of my back and my spine. I do. I have a dimple. My mom said she took me to the doctor and it's fine. But it's just a Is very Is it right unique, above your butt crack? It's a little higher. It's more in the center. Oh, okay. But it's a very... Um, Odd. Oh, I see people that with like odd. two, one on yes. each side. Mine's in the center of my back on my spine. My mom was freaked out, but I, I would know. be freaked out too. I, I think it's freaked about this one though. My spine does curve in quite a bit, and I think oh, that's why. Is okay, that, I don't know. Anyways, but well, we had something in common. Little yeah. dimples, but I mean, this is it's like right above the crack. Yeah, and um, that is a sign. Uh, there are others, but um, so at first we weren't concerned. Um, we saw the specialist and they're like, there's just no reason for us to think. Um, the only way you can tell is through an MRI and there's just no point to do all that if it doesn't seem like there's any signs of it. And I can't imagine putting a child through an MRI. Well, she ended up having one. Yeah. That's (laughs) like, if they're loud, you have to be still. Do they have to put her under for that or sedate her? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I wouldn't have held still, for one, if I didn't understand completely what was going on. It was hard. It was very, very hard because... Um, well, what happened first is we, she was having problems with constipation, which is another sign of, of tethered cord, but a lot of people have that issue. Yeah. A lot of kids have that issue. Yeah. And, um, my first one didn't, um, Lillian did not have that issue. So it was kind of new for us. Yeah. Um, but things just didn't seem right. So I took her to a, a GI doctor and, um, she is actually the one who wanted to do, um, an MRI because of, you know, after I told her about her thumb and then the possible, um, tethered spinal cord and just everything that she was looking at, she wanted to do an MRI just to make sure that everything was anatomically correct yeah. inside. And of course I freaked out. Um, and so when, um, I found that out, I was like, well, why don't we just go ahead and also do an MRI on her lumbar spine since you're already going to be doing this. Yeah. And so we went ahead and did it. I remember that because mm-hmm. that was a pain for you to get everyone on the same page, right? Yeah. Oh, like, it was it, it was, was hard talking to different doctors, different hospitals, and trying to figure out where. And people weren't talking to each other. That's a whole other story. Well, at least she took you seriously, though. Because oh, yeah. I think Eleanor, they were just like, just feed her Miralax for the rest of her life. And oh, I'm like, no. that's not the we did solution. That, yeah, we did that for a little yeah. bit. But we, that wasn't going to be the long term. They did like a barium enema oh, wow. uh, x-ray like the fluoroscope thing on ella like really i didn't take her to that but jeff's like they shove stuff up her butt she's gonna be traumatized for the rest of her life and put her in this machine probably two oh she never remember that oh i hope she doesn't because i'm just like when he told me about it and then when she was older and she started choking and we had him stick the tube down her throat and make sure she wasn't um so i mean we've had her checked out she's fine but like (laughs) anytime i think there's a problem i'm like I have insurance. Take her to yes. the doctor. Yes. And they've done all kinds of stuff. I feel bad, but you know, she's you, okay. You yeah. have to make sure she's okay. Yeah. You just never know. You never know. Anyways. So, um, they did the MRI. They and did, do did the that MRI. Show. She was, how old was she at that time? Gosh, I don't even remember. She was little. She wasn't even two. Yeah. She wasn't even two. I think that's about the time we started really hanging out more. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so they did that and everything was anatomically correct inside, but she did have a tethered spinal cord. Um, so thankfully it's just her thumb and her spinal cord. And they gave you all some options, right? For the spinal cord. Um, well, the options were to either do surgery or not do surgery. Yeah. And the risks of not doing the surgery was mm-hmm. it may, maybe nothing, or it may impact yeah. her later on in life, and it would be yes. hard, harder to do the surgery then, right, in recovery? Well, or? if you wait until there are signs, because you really just <clears throat> don't know 
if you have a tethered spinal cord unless you actually have the MRI or if you show symptoms and she wasn't showing symptoms. And so we didn't have to, um, to do it, but once they start showing symptoms, a lot of times once the damage is done, the damage is done. Yeah. And so it could, um, create incontinence, um, or, um, where you'd have to be cathetered, yeah. you know, several times a day cause you just can't go yourself. Um, same thing with like enemas, things like that. So, um, they had to do a bladder study on her they too, did, right? That's, that's right. We that did was do, really hard. That was hard cause she was so young and she yeah. was awake for it oh. and she, we had to just have her drink a lot and, um, oh no, no, they put something up and, and made it, they were filling up her bladder is what yeah. it was. Oh, and waiting to baby. see when she would let go. And it was, it seemed like, because she was so young, obviously she was not potty trained. And so, um, I mean, the test showed it seemed like she did have control yeah. of her bladder. But it wasn't completely Con- com- conclusive. You know, conclusive. Yeah. So, um, but that was hard because it's like, well, does she have that or not? We don't have any signs of it because she's not potty trained. She's so young. But they said you would just have to wait and see basically mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. she potty trains. Yeah. That's well, scary too. And just because she could walk doesn't yeah. mean that later on her gait wouldn't change yeah. and things would happen and she might either stop walking or have issues walking. Um, she could be completely fine and things happen later. And you, you know, so, um, we talked to the doctor we talked about our options and, um, you know, I talked to my husband and we felt like it would be best to do the surgery, Yeah, which is terrifying. Yeah. But you know, what I love about you, Kristen, is you shared this with the group and you also shared the stuff about Isla's thumb and the potential options they gave mm-hmm. you early on. Cause I think the options have changed now that she's older, but it sounded like early on there were different options. Oh, well, from... I mean, the options are still there, but yeah, but you have, you've narrowed them down. I yes. Guess. But yes. so people would provide you input or feedback or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And you were just like, well, you know, I think I like, I like having your opinion, but it doesn't matter. Like you said it in a nice way. Oh, is that what like, I said? You were I don't just even like, remember. You were just like, well, you know, I'm just letting y'all know what's going on, but this is really Robert and I's decision. Oh, and it wasn't yes. like at, it, you weren't yes. coming at anybody. You were just making it clear that, you know, people could have their opinion on whether you should or shouldn't do the yes. surgery or whatever. And I, I don't I do think anybody that. like told you, you should do this or yes. you shouldn't do this. But I think it was just, you were like very clear up front that my husband and I are going to talk about this and we're going to make the decision that's best for our child and um, whether people agree with us or not, yes. it's, I don't care. Yeah. But we're going to do what we think is best. And I think that's what you have to yes. do as a parent. And well, and we did that with our family as well because yeah. of course the grandparents have their own thoughts yeah. and opinions. Um, most of the time they actually kind of keep it to themselves unless they feel like they I have to. I think most people do, but yeah. I like that you just put it out there. Yes. Like, you know, you can provide your input, but... I only talked to y'all about it because y'all are my village. I wanted to let y'all know what was going on. I wasn't asking for no. <laughs> and I love that because as women, I think it's proven our natural instinct is to try to help fix things That's or true. to give you options or yeah. to tell you about, like I always talk about another experience that I mm-hmm. have with whatever we're talking about, just like I do on this podcast. Yes. Like I try to bring it relevant to something else I know that happened or, you know, and so I, I loved that you were very upfront and like, you know, this is a hard choice, but we're going to make this and we're going to, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm glad that you and Robert could get on the same page. Cause sometimes Jeff and I, we can't, we, yeah. we don't agree on what's best for mm-hmm. Eleanor, but, um, usually I just do what I think is best. Yeah. I mean, unless he has a really, really good point, but it's, 
if you can't agree, it's hard. Thankfully, Robert and I seem to agree on most things. Even if we don't, we usually talk about it, and one of us will be like, you know, you're right. I didn't, I didn't think that. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's true. Okay. And then we just, for somehow, it just kind of works out. I think that's good. Yeah. And so we just decided to do, to do the surgery. And so she was, um, I believe, 19 months old when she um, got put under and they worked on her, her spine and I was a mess. Yeah. I was a mess. I mean, putting, putting her under anesthesia is hard, but we had done that before Yeah, and she did fine. So I wasn't as worried about that as of course I was more worried about them, you know, operating on her spinal cord. cord. (laughs) (coughs) And you don't, and you always have a fear that, you know, because they tell you worst case scenario. Exactly. And, worst and case scenario is always death. You went in. Yeah, always. no, I know. <laughs> so um, that was terrifying. And I was, I was almost like, am I making the right choice? She did not have any symptoms. She had no symptoms. Yeah. And I'm putting her through this. Um, so it, it was very difficult. But it went perfectly. It went smoothly. And um, she was in the hospital for a day or two I think really just a day yeah and um kids are just so resilient yeah um she was in pain of course the first couple days um but after a couple days she's walking again you could tell it kind of hurt but um you know she she was good she she has a little scar on her back now but there have been no issues um she does not get constipated nearly as often that's great Um, I mean, it still happens sometimes, but it's not too bad. And, um, the only thing is, is if what I've learned through this, um, Facebook group is when you have a tethered spinal cord and you have the surgery, it does not mean that you cannot get retethered. Yeah. It could retether. It could retether. Um, thankfully, because there are, I mean, I, I think there's many different kinds of spinal tethering. I don't know much about any of the others because I haven't needed to check that out. Um, but with Isla's, she only has a 5% chance of it retethering. And I think those are really good odds because a lot of these people on the Facebook group have as adults throughout their life have had numerous retetherings and surgeries. So So. will she have to get periodic MRIs throughout her life? No, no. Mm -mm. Just if she shows symptoms? Just or? if she shows symptoms. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could demand it, but no. there's just no reason. So. So, um, back to the thumb. Yeah. What did they say at the appointment? Her thumb looks great. Um, I, we often forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she seems to use that hand very well. It's just her left hand. Um, so, she seems to be more right-handed, and I think she probably would be anyway, just because she can't do as much with that thumb. That thumb doesn't really do much. Um, she has a little bit of muscle mass, um, in the palm of her hand where the bottom of the thumb is. Um, so she can kind of move that part. Um, but the options were to either do nothing. Um, I mean, there are people that are born without limbs and they do just fine. She will do just fine. Or we could have, um, done a surgery where they completely take off the thumb and move the, um, pointer finger down to where that would be used as her thumb. Um, or we could keep the thumb and, um, do a surgery where, um, they would take a tendon from the ring finger. Cause I guess you don't need it. I don't know. 
um, and put it through the bone in the thumb to help with stabilizing it. Um, and then also the reason why her thumb is being pulled down is because it's being pulled down. Yeah. She has a tendon. It, and apparently the, the tendon in your thumb starts from further up in your arm. And it goes all the way down to your thumb. And once it gets to your thumb, it splits. And it's, there's one on each side of your thumb. Hers did not split. Oh. And so it's in the wrong place. So what they would do is split that and put it where it needs to be. And then add that other tendon into the bone for stabilization. I wonder if tendon issues with thumbs are common. Because I had a ganglion cyst in my wrist when I was... I've never heard of that. So it's like, it was like a bubble in my wrist. And your wrist, if you ever go to a hand doctor, they'll show you the... It's so intricate and there's so many things in there. There's no room for anything else. So I had this like, it was almost like a little mass, just a little bubble, but it floated around in my wrist. And I didn't know it was in there. I just knew I had wrist pain. But one day it came to the surface and I'm like, what the heck is that? I have a lump on my wrist. (laughs) And so finally I went to the doctor because I'd been going to physical therapy and doing all this stuff and I could not get the pain in my wrist to go away. It was the cyst. But they also said, because I couldn't like, if you're casting a rod, like Uh you you make your wrist, like your arm straight. You fling your wrist Uh and it goes down. My my wrist wouldn't go, they cut my tendon while they were in there doing that. And they, they had purpose? a mobilist. Yeah, no, okay. they did it on purpose. So I have a scar here where they, on oh. like the back of my side yeah. of my wrist. And then this is where this they arrow the thing s- is where they took the cyst. cyst out. But this was the oh. tendon thing. There was an issue with yeah. the tendon that I had never noticed. But I couldn't do that. Like I couldn't make my wrist yeah. go downwards. Like it was weird. And so I wonder if those are, that's like a common thing. Because they were like, oh yeah, we should do that while we're in there. I'm like. All right. I mean, why not? I trust you. You're the <laughs> doctor. I think it made recovery a little more challenging. And yeah. I didn't think about that, but you know, it, they wow. were in there. But yeah, so it's. Um, I, I wonder if that's like a common issue that like I the don't ten, know. like not Isla's issue, but yeah, just tendon is issues with mm-hmm. the thumbs in general. Because that's I was like, you've never heard of that. That's different. Yeah, like, I don't remember what they called it. I just know that I was like, yeah, cut me up. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> do what you gotta I do. I don't care. <laughs> Put me on it. Give me the good drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have wrist pain now. So that's, that's good. You know what matters. So, um, well, so what do you want to talk about what y'all decided or are thinking you want to do? Yeah. And well, we know happen? what we, what we want to do. Um, and we've talked to the doctors about this, you know, the whole time. And I, I really just asked them, what is she the best candidate for? Yeah. You know, Cause I don't know these things and I can look things up, but you know, I'm going to ask the doctors who, who know what they're doing. And they said that she is a perfect candidate to be able to keep her thumb um, and do the other surgery where they, they move the tendon and, and all that. And I, I don't care either way. I, don't, I mean, I think Robert had a bit of an issue. He's like, we're not, we're not taking her thumb off. Yeah. We're not doing that other surgery. And I'm like, Robert, we're going to do whatever is best for her. I mean, we will talk about it mm-hmm. and figure this out. But I said, Robert, no matter what we do, her thumb and her hand is going to look different. Yeah. No matter what. Her thumb will always be small, smaller than the other, and it will never work exactly like ours or her other hand. That's just the way it is. So we need to do whatever is best. And I think, I mean, and he might have just had that initial thought for a minute. You know, it's yeah. just hard. Um, but it's I think your baby. he, yeah, but I think he totally is on this, especially now, um, because we've, you know, Found that she can keep her thumb and she's a good candidate for this other one so um so it's all worked out and so what they did at this um appointment was an x-ray on her thumb so they can start 
measuring this bone because obviously the bone has to be a certain size um, to be able to drill a hole in it and it for the bone to not shatter. Yeah. So they measured it and it's still a little small, which we knew it probably would be. Um, but he did say that she should be ready within the next six months. Now there's no urgent need to do it at this, you know, in six months, but he said within six months or later, you just decide, um, just try to do it before like kindergarten, you know, yeah. especially when, you know, they start doing zippers and buttons and all that stuff. Yeah. And so, um, we did discuss it and we feel like we, <laughs> right now we are trying to potty train, yes. which is enough on our plate. And she is very stubborn. This is not the first time we've tried. Um, and I don't know how long it's going to take. And even if it's not too long, um, you know, kids have accidents and it's hard for them to really get acclimated to it. So I figured six months would be too soon. I don't want to try to do too many things at once and then, um, you know, do the surgery and then have issues with, I mean, I just don't know how it'll be. She'll only be three and a half. Yeah. So we decided we want to wait till next fall after she turns four and I think she'll be, you know, she'll understand things a little bit more Yeah. and all that. So that's what we have wow. decided. That's heavy. You know, I just asked you how your week was. <laughs> and, well, no. there's that. That's just one part Yeah, that of was just my one, day. One, uh, one hour appointment of your, no, I, I mean, I'm really glad you shared that. And, um, I mean, I mean having, that's a big, big stuff, yeah. heavy stuff. And, well, I mean, honestly, the thumb thing, that's easy. We are yeah. very blessed that we have healthy children. Um, it's still I'm, scary. It is. She it has is very to scary. Surgery again. Yes. And, or you know she's going to. Yeah. And, you know, doesn't matter. What I think, but I would probably do the same thing y'all are doing. Yes. You know, I just we we all want our child to fit in and be feel like they you know I don't as much as we can we yes. we try to help them with that and um you said she started to notice it a little Every but once not in a while really. she'll she'll notice and and she'll look at both of her thumbs and she'll take that other thumb and she'll move it around yeah. and stuff but i mean she's too young to know that it's really different than anybody yeah. else so um but you know i it's just the first couple years of her life and and having to deal with possible health issues yeah. and all that stuff is very hard um and then you know when i again like i said i cried about you know her maybe being bullied when she's older yeah. but the thing is is what i realized is everybody gets yes. bullied everybody gets something said about them everyone has something too yes yeah. but hers is a physical thing that you can yeah. see but the thing is, is I can't control other people's kids. Yeah. I cannot control kids and what they say and what they think. That's not my job. My job is to be her mom yeah. and to teach her to be resilient and tell her, you know, she's beautiful. Yeah. This is the way you were made and there's nothing we can do about it. And to not care about what other people think. That's yeah. my job as her mom. Well, I'm not going to lie. The first time I had Eleanor at the... Um the little play area in the mall and she was like mm -hmm. a year and a half two years and some kid pushed her down and was uh -oh. mean to her and she came up to me and cried I wanted to go and push <laughs> that kid down the slide and like rub his face in the dirt yeah I, I held back and I said Eleanor we're going you're going to have to learn not everyone in this world is nice and that doesn't mean you shouldn't be nice but just accept the fact and you do not have you can be nice to the people who are mean to you but you don't have to be around them but not everyone is going to be nice and there are a lot of mean people in this world and just try not to be one of them you, you it was that so hard yo, very hard oh, and, and i still have to have early. that conversation she was young but like what was i supposed to do my baby is crying and oh, she yes. we 
I mean, she's an only child, and my mom talked to me like I was a little adult, and I think it helped me. Yes. I try to, for the most part, do the same. She's way yes. more sheltered than I was, but um, <laughs> I, that was by choice, too. But, yes. uh, you know, I just think that, and I still have that conversation with her. Oh, I also yeah. tell her, Always. and she hates this. I'm like, Eleanor, bad things are going to happen to you, and when they do, you have to make that part of your story, not your whole story, and you have to move on and get over it. And um, she's like, why do you have to say that, Mommy? I'm like, because (laughs) your life has been amazing and good and nothing bad has ever happened to you. Look, daughter, I'm sorry, but your life is sometimes just going to be shit. Yeah. I mean, you need to be (laughs) prepared for this. Because you've lived in this little bubble of of happiness. And one day it's going to pop. Yes. I may not be there or I may not be able to fix it. Like, just know it's part of your story and move forward because I think some people get so hung up yes. on the bad things that happen to them that and they're they not able to move forward mm-hmm. of it and if that had happened to me who knows where I would be but yeah those bad things are part of my story and part of who I am Embrace and, it. you know I I try to tell other people so they can learn from it I learn from it but it's not it does not define you those bad things whatever they are does not define you even if it's a bad choice you made it's just part of what happened it to choose, you it, it, it just depends on how you choose to to look at it and deal with it exactly so, um so that was her appointment she also had strep this week which was hard right because you had very to hard. cancel your some of your clients at work yeah and that's, i mean you don't have like sick time you can take no when that happens as a as a self-employed hairstylist if, if you're sick Ugh. your kids are sick if people cancel you don't get paid that's awful i'm so sorry yeah well normally robert you know he does have pto yeah. he has you know time that he can take off so a lot of times if it's a day that i'm supposed to work he will take off but he had some big project that he had to to deal with um that day yeah and so um I had to stay home and 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 that's fine um it is hard when you've got a a sick child and they're clingy and they're just all over you and I mean uh, Wednesday night I was like I need to get out of this house because I knew I was going to be home the the next day with her and just I was like I need to get away I need to get away I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to when Robert got home I said I'm going to I'm going to take a drive and I'm going to listen to my podcast, and I'll be home later. He's like, okay, that sounds great. Aw, that's <laughs> do great. Do what you need to do. You ended up coming over, right? I and we did. did a puzzle for like 30 or 45 yeah. minutes before you had to and go back I, home. I raided your liquor cabinet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even home when you no, got there. No, Eleanor, Eleanor let yeah. me in. Well, she, uh, she did. Her dad was there. He was asleep. But she was basically supervising herself. But she called me through Alexa, and she said, Mommy, somebody's at the door. Oh, she didn't see it was me? No, she couldn't. She can't check the peephole, oh. and she didn't look through the window because there are bushes there oh, okay. so she can't see who's out there. I and thought I, she knew it was me but she still called you on like smart no, girl. No she just said never know. I said it's it should be Miss Kristen you can open the door. Aww, <laughs> yes. Yeah no she's like mommy she Aww, freaked out. That's good. That's I didn't good. warn her but she, I, I like to kind of test her because yeah. she knows she's not allowed to open that door yes. if there's not an adult you know that she gets her permission. <laughs> yeah but I always even if even if it had been you if she had opened the door and Ex- not asked I would have been mad. Exactly. Like even if she'd known like if yeah. you're like hey Eleanor it's Miss Kristen if I didn't tell her you were coming over, I, she shouldn't have opened the door. I like, so. I like to know that you don't trust me. <laughs> no, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> I know. I was I was not offended in the least. I think that's smart. Yeah. If, if, if you knocked on our door and Lillian didn't know and I wasn't here, she yeah. would have opened that damn door. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Jessica, where's Eleanor? <laughs> and then snatch. No, I, yeah. I don't want any more children no, right now. I, I, I have my no. own. You want um, mine? No. I don't. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'll borrow them, but... Uh, 
So we are recording at your house today, and um, we're here with Suki and Veda. We and are. Suki is looking like a supermodel over there, sleeping um, oh. on that couch with those orange pillows, making her black coat mm-hmm. pop. She is so cute. She would just be the happiest cat if you went over there and just put your face in her belly. Oh, I will. She, I will. We, she loves it. I do it all the time. Yes. Uh, and I will so just cute. start like loving on her and talking to her, and it's all muffled because my face is just face planted in her belly and she's one of the cats that she doesn't mind at least when she's nice and relaxed like that i think veda is i saw her earlier uh, yeah i think so, she is um hiding now so my week this week um we made eleanor cook dinner for us uh, that's right she was like she was like what's for dinner and i'm like i don't want to cook and jeff wasn't going to cook and so i was like eleanor you're cooking dinner and she's like i don't want to i was like cook dinner or you're grounded for a week and so she made us pigs in a blanket and green beans and um, macaroni and cheese. And macaroni and cheese. And yeah, all I, I helped her with was draining the pasta and putting the pigs in the blanket in the oven and taking them out. And was it good? It was good. I mean, I obviously, mean, for, you're still alive. It was very carby, but um, you know, it, it was good. She's and nine. She cooked it, I and she's nine. She did it on her own. Zillion has never done anything like that. She um, doesn't even like helping me in the kitchen. We had a uh, poker night with friends, and I realized that. I have really bad social anxiety and normally it's okay like when I'm with people but at some point that night I was like going back through my pictures trying to figure out what I did this week. I know you have social anxiety but I didn't know you had social anxiety with your best friends. I don't normally I think it I just was feeling it at that moment so um I and I didn't even I don't even think I realized what was going on but like I separated myself and I I <laughs> took pictures I was over there on the couch by myself taking selfies with the, this uh, dog my friend was house sitting and so I'm taking pictures with the dog and so I, as I'm going back through my um camera roll I'm like oh look there's Finn the dog and <laughs> And me and all my friends are somewhere else because even when I'm with a group of people who I love and trust and I know, sometimes I just just need that that getaway and animals. I I don't have any anxiety around them. There were no cats. That 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 house had no cats, so you had to make do with the dogs. Yes, and I I like dogs too, especially big, lovey, fluffy. I guess I'm talking to fun ones for myself. Yeah, and there's no cats, so I guess I'll pet the dog. So even when um so one time, and this is another story we'll get into on a different podcast. One time, Kristen took me to uh, a psychic which I wanted to kind of go see like it was a choice I had made I'm not gonna I wouldn't say well, what, I guess was she a psychic was a, what medium. Was she, a medium. medium so um and she had a dog and I think I would oh, have felt right. so uncomfortable but that dog sat with me and it just made me relax like and feel it knew you needed oh, it. I needed that dog so bad that night um but yeah we so that was that fun again we said that we'd try it again oh, like a year later I, I would but it was expensive it was expensive <laughs> We'll it find was. a discount medium. If you know a discount <laughs> medium, email us at this hectic mom life yes, at Google. Please do. Um, and then the other thing that happened this week with me. Tell well, me. two things. I got every Eleanor's stuff all ready for the consignment sale that I take it to. So if you live in the DFW area, go to Divine Consign. It's this weekend. It's in the, Plano, right? It's in Plano. The sale is Sunday, and then they do half price night on Monday, and then. Um, I think 75% off Tuesday morning and then pick up is Tuesday night, but I'll be out of town. So all my stuff will just get donated to charity, whatever I don't sell. But I usually crazy. make a few hundred dollars. Like yeah. my whole back of my car is full of clothes and old toys and shoes that yeah, I'm I mean, it's sell. good that you do that. That's a good, you know, way to make a few hundred dollars, but it's a lot of work. Either donate your stuff 
or take it to a consignment sale. I donate. Do not take it to Once Upon a Child because you will not get anything yeah. for it. And I they donate all my stuff. Go through your stuff. It's mainly and, out of laziness. Yeah. I just leave it on my front porch and, and you know, contact the people. Yeah. And I do that with some stuff too, but I just, I start, like, I started this three months ago where I just started yeah. organizing and tagging and entering. So I don't do it all at once or I wouldn't do this, but... Um, yeah, I I highly recommend going to Divine Consign, especially on their half price night. You can get some great I do deals. Need to go and check it out. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I could get at least for Isla. And then the only other thing is, um, you know, I threatened to ground Eleanor for a week. I never would have. Uh, <laughs> but I normally I will take away her iPad for a day, and then give it back to her the next day. I think at it depends most. on the severity, I guess, of what yes. she did. So when I got home on Monday, I found out that Jeff grounded her for a full seven days until next Monday. Did did the crime no equate that? No, she forgot her math worksheet that wasn't even due the next day. Oh, yeah, and I'm just like, but apparently she's oh, been forgetful, okay. and you know he just is tired of it, and so I I'm can see just, how I could just get frustrated. Like, like you're you're grounded for how long? A, a week? But why not just be like? Until further notice. Yes. Or, I've know, said that to Loin. Like, oh. I don't know. I'm going to talk to Dad and see what he, yeah, what like, we can come up with. I, I just wish we would have agreed on it. Um, but, yeah, I just wish that he would have consulted with me or been a little more reasonable. So I didn't immediately say, no, Eleanor, you're not grounded for a full week. I just said, well, maybe your dad will calm down and we can reconsider if you're really good for the rest of the week. So we don't really have anything going on tonight. And so I'm guessing I will let her have her iPad back. But it's Friday, and I think that'll be good. Um, you know, she's went all week without it. And I think, honestly, she didn't have time to be on her iPad. She had softball practice on Monday. Yeah, and then a softball game on Thursday. And then on Tuesday, I took her to the library. And on Wednesday, I had to do something with the kittens. It was the only night she had some free time. And she was doing something else. And me, yeah. so it's not like she was bored. But um, it's just we're busy during the week. And I think that's going to be our new thing is just no very limited. Well, or very limited. Like maybe an hour one day a week she just doesn't have the time for it and it's all she wants to do yes and um, she also wants a new ipad for christmas and i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna pull that off but um i don't think she'll get a new one but hers is like nine years old old, and it's a hand-me-down from her dad and it's a dinosaur but she's taken really good care of it she's had it for like six years over nine years old it, it might be like it's really old we had it like jeff had it Probably when she was born. Wow. But I just, I mean, she's we've That's taken impressive. good care of it. And I mean, anytime I've given her stuff, she's been really good with it, except for when I gave her a phone. Oh, yeah. And that was, I took that away because, I mean, it wasn't connected, but it was just yes. a yeah. phone to play on. She uh, lost it, like, almost immediately. Wow. We found it, but then she yes. washed it. And so I, I'm like, <laughs> nope, you don't have a phone anymore. So, um, but yeah, I'll probably let her have it back um, if he agrees tonight or something. The punishment has to... Yeah. fit the crime I think yeah I agree but um, I mean Lillian has forgotten her homework a few times and I'll take it you know I'll take her device away for like a day but I told her I mean it's happened a couple times and I did tell her next time it happens it's going to be for longer or I'll add on something else to it or whatever and she's been doing much better <laughs> yeah and that's the best part of electronics yes is it's the only thing I can really take away that she cares about because she just has 
so many toys. So normally I don't just ground her from her iPad. I ground her from all electronics. So she can't be on the computer or yes. watch TV or anything. Yes. It's like, and so he only did the iPad, which was nice at least. So she could <laughs> still watch something on TV, like at the end of the day, because she needs some downtime too. We all but, do. Man, um, that was, I was like, I didn't argue with him or do say anything in front of her, but I was just like, next time can we be on the same page yeah. about the length of time and in agreement? But I think he, I think you're right. I think he was just frustrated yes. um, with that. So, um, anyways, with that, we've been chatting for like yeah, we went a little over. Yeah, and we didn't was a little yeah, and we didn't get much. to talk about kids chores which is something that i think will be really interesting mm -hmm. so maybe we'll do that next time oh, and we've got a whole slew of things yeah girl. and we haven't talked about my childhood either <laughs> but um it's okay it's not going anywhere and uh you know maybe we'll do that next time and yeah. also we we maybe we can get a guest on i would love to possibly have jen on so she can talk about um her adorable daughter mj yeah who did have um stroke in utero like you said earlier um you know, and have her tell her story. I love that little girl. Um, I had her convinced. I'm not sure if she'll still do it, but I had mm -hmm. her convinced that I was her favorite person. And if you would ask I her who your favorite person, that. yeah, I, that's because I brain kind of brainwashed her. That is you. <laughs> I, was, I don't doubt I that in like, the slightest. MJ, who's your favorite person? <laughs> but I just, I love her so much. And my daughter, not the biggest fan because I love her so much. Yeah. Like the more I show attention and affection to MJ, the less Eleanor will like her. Eleanor <laughs> is a just, jealous type. She just definitely. gets super jealous, but um, I don't think it's anything personal. I think it's just because oh, I give yeah. her attention. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to have her on and hear her story. Yeah. Um, at some point, so I would too. And I, we can I bet Jen together. would um, love to share that with us. I think she um, said she she would. So. Yeah. I'm, I think she did too. And so I'm excited. Maybe we can get her on. And we have some other friends that might want to come on as well and talk about their stories. But um, thank you for listening. And uh, don't forget to contact us through our Instagram yeah. and um, our email. Yeah, slip into those DMs. <laughs> Man, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that we're going to get. Oh. No. <laughs> I was going to say that we've gotten, but you know, anyways, but yeah, we're just, um, we'd love feedback and to hear from you. And, uh, especially if you don't know us personally, because we want to make sure that we are, we know we connect to the people who love us already, but we want to make sure we're connecting to a broader we audience want some as well. Real, real feedback from people yeah. who don't know us. Yeah. And you know, this will grow, but right now it's just a little small thing that we're trying to make happen and um i hope you enjoy it yes if you're still here thank you for listening <laughs> we love you we okay we love you well uh until next time bye 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 <laughs>